Today's learning, the 19th of Shvat, is sponsored by Tali and Brian Cardin to commemorate the yard site of Brian's mother, Nechama Bas Tzvi Hirsch. And also we thank uh, the Sosemskis for uh, sponsoring the uh, breakfast. It's uh, Rabbi Baum's uh, Wednesday morning tefillah year. I'm not Rabbi Baum, Dovi Weiss, but uh, it's in that space. And we're going to discuss the Gemara Brachas on Dachvav. Which says as follows, Somebody who davens behind the Beit Knesset, somebody who davens Acharei Beit HaKnesset is called a Russia. So there's something about davening behind the Beit HaKnesset uh, which is not uh, looked at positively in this Gemara. And it brings the Pasuk, and then the Gemara says, of course, we're not talking about just someone who davens in the back. Nothing wrong per se with davening in the back. It's someone who's davening in such a way where his back is turned towards the base Knesset. Somebody who's almost specifically turning their back toward the Beis HaKnesses. That's what the Gemara says. It's almost, someone's almost lachis is trying to make a statement of davening behind the Beit Knesses. There is a shaila in the Rishonim and the Achronim and the Poskim exactly where the Gemara is talking about. Are we in the... Uh, are we, for example, in... And uh, in, in the, uh, are we talking about, imagine the show like this, are we talking about someone who's standing behind the Aron, with his back towards the Aron, are we talking about someone who's standing outside with his back towards the Aron from the front, from the back? It's a lot of details to discuss in this particular uh, Gemara to understand the Halacha Lamaisa. But I want to discuss today, this morning, it's not so much the deep, nitty-gritty details, the Halacha Lamaisa, of what it means to be standing behind the base Knesset with your back torn to the base Knesset, but what the Machshav is. In every Gemara, um, in Halacha, there's also a parallel Gemara that has to fit in terms of what the deep understanding, the Machshava, about what the philosophy, the psychology is behind the Gemara. So, Baruch Hashem, at least on Masech the Brachas and Masech the Shabbos, the cook left us with a sefer on the Agathas in the Masech, called Ein Ayah. So, in Ein Ayah, Ein Ayah stands the eye, the vision of Ayah, which is Av Mitzchak Kohen. So, Av Mitzchak Kohen cook. Writes a sefer Einai and he tells us that there's a deep meaning of what it means to be davening achorei beisakneses behind the beisakneses, as opposed to if, it, if there's something that's achorei, so that something the, the opposite of achorei would be what lefnei. There's a concept which is called lefnei beisakneses, and then there's the concept called achorei beisakneses. If someone davens achorei beisakneses as opposed to lefnei beisakneses, that's a very negative thing. What does it mean to be davening achorei? What is the well? Let's talk about the lefnei. If you want to understand what the back is, you have to understand what the front is. <clears throat> when a person looks at someone's face, that's called looking at the person's pnim, at the front. The way that we distinguish between one person and another person is by really by looking at them. Once in a while, if you know someone well, you can, say, you can see a person by their back. With a yarmulke, it's even easier. You can see by a person's yarmulke who the person is. But if a person wasn't wearing a yarmulke, a person wasn't wearing a particular hat, and there are two people who are basically the same size. There would really be no way to distinguish between one person and another. When the person turns around, then you could see, oh, this is the person that I'm looking for. person wants to speak to a particular person because there's something about this person I have to tell, then you have to look at the face. If a person just needs you know, strong people to carry something, I need some schleppers, you don't look at the face, you look at the back. You say, who has the broad shoulders? Who's the strong guy? If you want to understand the essence of something, that's called the front. If you want to understand just... The peripheral issues, that's called the back. It's almost like when the Rabbanu Shalom tells Moshe Rabbeinu, listen, there's no way that you could ever see my essence. You could see aspects of me. You could see, you see in certain ways how I 
how I relate to the world. But in terms of understanding the Rabbanu Shalom's essence, that you can't see. So Hashem says to Moshe, what did He say? You could see, you could see certain elements of godliness. But my essence you can never see. The Pnim means the essence, and the Achare means the peripheral factors. So that means, Rav Kook explains, that in terms of davening, in terms of the purpose of tefillah, there's an aspect of tefillah which is called the essence of tefillah, and there's an aspect of tefillah which is called a part of tefillah, but it's the peripheral, it's, it's, it's important perhaps, but it's, it's, not, it's not the essence of tefillah. It's not the essence. So what the Gemara is saying, someone davens only for the purpose of the peripheral reasons. But not for the Ica reason, not for the main element of davening. Well, that's not, uh, you're not really accomplishing what davening is supposed to set out to accomplish. So now we have to understand, this is important now. Now, now this is important. Most of us don't daven behind the show with our faces towards the Arun. But we, we do want to understand, what does it mean to be the Pnim HaTfilah? And what does it mean to be the Achorei HaTfilah? That's important. So if Cook says, if you take a look at the Einaya, he writes, Habes HaKnesis, which is another way of saying Tfilah, davening, Yeshla Beis Tachliyot, there are two purposes to davening. And he says as follows. Ha'achas, the first purpose of davening, and the ikr tachlis mitzias ha the main essence element of tefillah, legadel ulorameim shem Hashem yizbarach, kedesh yakiru habrios yar Hashem, v'yirum milfanav v'yelchu b'dirachav l'tov lohem. The essence of davening is to be meromeim, is to lift up, is to be megadel, is to be mekadeh shem shemaim, is to, in another, another way of saying it, the essence of tefillah is to create a relationship between us and the Rabbana Shalom. Hashem tells us, He wants us to serve Him with our heart. It's not so much that He needs this service. He doesn't need the service. The idea is for us, He gives us an opportunity to create a relationship for the human race, for the human beings, for the Jewish people, to create a relationship with the Rabbana Shalom. That relationship of turning to Hashem and seeing Him as some one, something that we can relate to, that we have a, that we have a, um, a, a yachas with, avinu malkeinu. It's not just us and there's something else. We have a connection with Hashem. That's the main, to make that connection, to open up the line, to make that connection, that's the ikr taklas hatfila. That we have a connection with Hashem. <clears throat> so then what's the achorei hatfila? The achorei hatfila is we need things from Hashem. Hashem, he's a, he provides for us. We need things from Hashem. Without Hashem, we wouldn't have the things that we need. So, in addition to creating that relationship, we also ask Him for certain things, the things that we need. What are the things that we need? Well, everybody needs different things. We all need the same things. Everybody needs the same things. But at different junctures in our life, we have certain things, and we only need other things. No, actually, we all need the same thing. Just right now, thank God Hashem is providing me with these four elements... The, and, but the fifth element, for some reason, is, is a, it's a sad hadina. Now I need him in that particular area. But we all, so the areas, this is an interesting idea that Rav Kook is saying. The areas in terms of how we need him in order to provide, without him we wouldn't have the things, the sustenance, the family, the health. Well, we have nothing. But that's interesting that that's not the Iker HaTfilah, according to Rav Kook. The Iker HaTfilah is just to create the fact that we have a relationship with Hashem, to be Megadol Shem Shemaim. To bring God into the world. And also the way that we do that, Hashem says, Kaviyachal, Hashem says as follows, listen, I want my people, I want people to have a relationship with me. So we think that a way it works is as follows. We have certain needs. So because we have certain needs, 
and we can't, we're just human beings, we're fragile. Right? So we need to turn to Hashem to provide those needs. But the needs come first, and then because we have needs, we turn to Hashem because we can't do things without Hashem, without the Rabbanu Shalom. And of course, you got the whole thing mixed up. We have to have a relationship with Hashem. That's the key, that's why we're here. So Hashem's thinking, but what's going to create that relationship? I put them in the world, they're not going to come to me. He says, I'm going to create needs. I'm going to create needs in order to develop a relationship so that they should turn to me. It's not that they have needs and therefore they turn to me. They need to turn to me. So I create needs. That's how the idea works. So Rav Cook explains, if someone davens only for, I need something, have, have, Hashem, I need something, I need this, I need this, and that's the whole purpose. And the moment that those needs are filled... It's like, you know, thanks and I'll, I'll see you next year. Or I'll, thanks and maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk in, you know, at the Yoival. I'll see you at the, at, the, at the dinner. Well, then we miss the purpose. We miss the purpose. But if we use the knees in order to create the relationship and we realize why we have those knees, like the bracha, God created, we say a bracha, we say, Hashem, I bless you, I thank you for giving me the needs that I have Actually, I prefer that I don't have... I, I've all, I want all my needs fulfilled. It's really the opposite. We should have, It's a funny thing. We actually should thank... We are thanking Hashem for giving us those needs which compels us to turn to Him to create a relationship with Hashem. Someone davens only for the peripheral purposes of... You know, we need parnasa, we need shaduch, we need health. And we forget about the fact that there's a reason why we have those things to create a father-son, a father-daughter, a king-servant, a, a brother-sister relationship, all these different types of relationships they're supposed to have with Hashem, then we miss the whole boat. That's called being mispalal acharei besaknesis. That's called thinking about the, 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 the side point and forgetting the main point. Forgetting the main point. That's a problem. That's, what the, that's how Rav Cook explains what the Gemara is talking about by someone who davens acharei as opposed to lifnei. Beis HaKnesis. Why are you rushing? What? Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Why is it called Russia? It's, it doesn't sound like, uh, you know, it means a person can go through his whole life and not develop a relationship with Hashem. It's just, it's all, you know, it's all about me. It's all about, it becomes all about me. That's, it's a strong, it's a strong language. It's a strong language. But if you, you know, it's, it's imagine someone walking and they live their entire life only thinking about themselves. I don't think, uh, it's, it's a strong language, but... Uh, it's an outcome. Right here, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's a strong language. Imagine that that's unusual. What? That's unusual. That if so, no, I'm not saying it's unusual. I'm saying it's unusual that we would you call that person a Russia. That's what Avi's asking. It's, it's true. It's not, unfortunately, it's not unusual, but to say that that's a Russia, it's a person who's selfish. Okay, it's selfish and, you know, narcissistic. I don't know. So that's the Gemara's term. But that's how Rav Cook explains this Gemara. To highlight the point, to highlight the point, the same concept with different language from the Balatanya. The Balatanya wrote, <coughs> in addition to writing the Tanya, he wrote other Svarim as well. There's a lot of Likutim, a lot of uh, Torahs that are written over, that he sent over, that are written over by his Talmidim. So when Likute Torah, Torah Or, are the Torahs on the Parshios that are written by his Talmud and by Rav Shneir Zama Miliadi. So he asked the following very, very powerful, unbelievable question. He says, you know, the Gemara says that the reason why we have 18 brachas in Shemad Esrei, there are different reasons. One of the reasons are it's Keneged, the 18 vertebrae in the spine. Keneged Yudches 
Chulyos Shebeshedra. Can I get the 18 vertebrae in the spine? Now you speak to a doctor, there's different ways of determining how many vertebrae there are in the spine. But okay, so... The Chazal, when they looked at, at their, uh, when they were just learning anatomy, they determined that there were 18, there's another one right below, which is 19, which may be connected to the 19th bracha, then there's some small vertebrae towards the bottom of the back. We're going to assume, without going into the anatomy right now, 18 vertebrae in this one. The Valatanya asked the following question. Can I get the 18 vertebrae in the spine? You know, the Mishnah in Mesechta Ahalos, when it goes through the Ramache Varam, the 248, what we call, it's translated limbs, 248 parts of the body, different distinct parts of the body. So, so the, Gemara, the Mishnah and all those goes through all of them. You know, there's five little bones in the hand, and then there's by the elbow, and then it works, it works their way, Chazal worked their way through the entire human body. And when they get to the spine, it says there are 18 vertebrae in the spine. So the Baal asks, once you're discussing different parts of the human body, why not discuss the, instead of the vertebrae, what about the, 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 the not the Chulyo what about the Chut Hashedra? What's the Chut Hashedra? As opposed to vertebrae, what about the spinal cord? That's, the spinal cord seems to be a little bit more fundamental than the vertebrae in the spine. If, what happens if someone breaks one of their vertebrae? What's, what happens? Can you look? Pain. What happens if you break your spinal cord? Paralysis. Paralysis. So if you're, I mean, you're going to discuss parts of the body, I, first things first, the spinal cord, that's one. And then you can talk about you know, the... the the vertebrae in the spine. Vertebrae, we have a little pain with that. So he says as follows. Baltanya says as follows. Limbs are different parts of the body. Vertebrae are different parts of the body. Each vertebrae plays a different role. But the spinal cord, you can't just call that a limb. It's not an aver. That's the whole body. A person doesn't have their spinal cord working right. They can't stand. The spinal cord is actually what holds up the entire human body, right? So, it's almost similar to that famous position of the Bahagi. You don't count belief in God as a mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah. It's, it's, it's the mitzvah of all mitzvahs. It's the, the base of all mitzvahs. You don't count the spinal cord as an aver. That's too big. It's too fundamental for it to be just considered just one aver. So we don't, it's, it's not that it's not there. It's that it's the, it's, the back, it's the background of the whole Mishnah over there. The Baal Tanya says as follows. The 18 brachas in Shmon Esrei, and specifically the middle brachas, that's not the Iker of the Shmon Esrei. Hashem, give us Das, and give us health, and give us Parnasa, and even give us the base Hamikdash in Yerushalayim. Those are the needs. Those are the needs that Chazal put in the Shmon Esrei in order for us to be able to stand in front of Hashem and create and begin and develop that relationship with Hashem. The relationship with Hashem, that's the Chut HaShedra. That's not counted. That's the whole Shmon Esrei. The whole Shmon Esrei is the Chut HaShedra. That's the Pnim. The Pnim, davening B'Pnim means you stand in front, your Chut HaShedra is clear, I have a relationship with Hashem, I'm standing with Nei HaMelech. That's like that first or second Reb Chaim, Al-Rama, where he writes, you know, there's, a, there's one type of Kavana which talks about understanding the words of Shmon Esrei. A person can understand the words of the Shmon Esrei and still daven in the back. I don't mean the back physically the back of the show. I mean, still be davening like he's davening for the second taklis. 
the main tachlis is understanding that we have a relationship with our Father in Heaven, with our King, with the Rabbanu Shlolem. That's called the Chut Hashedra. That's not mentioned. It's too big to be mentioned. The Davim Achorei Besaknesis, not Davim Lufnim Besaknesis, is another way of saying Davim just for the needs and not Davim for the purpose of creating the relationship with the Rabbanu Shlolem. That's where we have to focus our tefillahs on. And that's why the Balatanya explains the Mishnah only mentions the Yudches Chulio Shedra because each detail is considered just a Chulia. But you take the Shmonesra as a whole and you understand that the purpose of the Shmanesra is creating that relationship that's called the Chut HaShedra that's not counted the same way we don't count belief in God as a mitzvah it's too big to be counted because that's the purpose of the entire tefillah so the, the, the goal and the idea of the tefillah is first and foremost to have a to understand that we're not just asking for things we're actually creating a positive healthy uh, relationship with the Rebbe Shalom who allows us that opportunity and then the way that we do that is we know we're human and you have everything Hashem would you please can you please give us and provide us the things that we need in our understanding that you are the provider and you are the person that we turn to as our uh, our provider and as our sustainer and as the person who is as the person as the God who takes care of us and when we create that relationship that's the pnim and from the pnim comes the achor and Hashem Hashem should answer all our tefillahs and we should develop a great wonderful relationship with our Creator in heaven. Shkach, amen.